Hey, it's Neville here, and today is the stupid email for Friday, August 20th, 2021. And stupid, of course, means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. So let's get started with a swipe. Now, this is a fantastic ad for moisturizer that gets rid of quote-unquote tired eyes. And it says, don't be the guy who looks tired. And it's got this guy holding up this moisturizer stick to underneath the bags on his eyes. So this ad is foreshadowing to how makeup for men will happen. So basically it's going to be like this products that are not marketed as makeup that solve specific issues. So the industry of looking better is huge and it'll likely grow and grow and grow. And men are 50% of the population yet consume a fraction of these products. So I believe the exact same products being sold to women will start to become more common amongst men, but promoted very differently. This trend will likely follow the playbook of lotion for men, loofahs for men, expensive hair product for men. I remember back in the day, uh, Old Spice ran a whole campaign that encouraged loofahs for men, but it used like manly football players and stuff like that. It almost had to like train men that you're supposed to use this kind of stuff. So uh, it'll be really interesting to watch who wins this little marketing war to bring makeup to men. Here's a thought. I've been more and more interested in large paid online communities. Uh, well, I run a paid community, so that's probably why. Now, the communities I'm interested in observing are not Facebook groups, and they have a thousand plus paying members. So since I run a paid community, members.copywritingcourse.com if you wanna check it out, I'm always looking for ways to make it better. So I recently put the word out and found other communities that are also a thousand plus paying members and not on Facebook groups. And this included a couple, and I'm not gonna list all of them here, but like e-commerce fuel, which does e-commerce forums, bigger pockets, real estate, uh, copywriting course hours, uh, futures.io, which is trading, with a uh, whiz of marketing, fast lane forum, seeking alpha, dynamite circle, location rebel. There's a bunch that I listed in the actual email. And so far, um, those are the ones I've been able to find, but honestly, a lot of people talk about community, but I haven't seen any really, really large communities that um, I admire too much outside of Facebook groups, and I'm really looking. So if you know of any, uh, please respond to this email and let me know so I can check them out. I'm just putting them on a list and seeing how they operate, and I'd like to take the good stuff from some of those and apply it to my own. But anyways, I think this trend is gonna be growing because I think finally the software is there. So for example, um, in August in our own community, and it's only August uh, 20th or actually 19th as I'm writing this, um, there've been 17 videos added, 741 posts, 2,933 reactions, 110,000 words, and 471,000 characters written. So that's, you know, more than an average novel already this month. And that's just in the forum, right? So uh, that doesn't include our blog or anything. So it's, it's kind of crazy, the, the power of a community in I mean, I want to 5X this thing. Um, and at that point, like the numbers would be pretty ridiculous, I think. But also it's just like, I want to learn to connect people more within the community. So we've actually been adding some features to do that to where everyone supports each other, uh, promotes each other, follows each other's socials. And ultimately the goal is like, it's like you're networking in person, but it's online. So we're trying to replicate the experience of knowing people in person but online. And I think that's going to be what really successful communities do. So I'm always interested in learning more about it. Um, here is something uplifting. So I do all these interviews about content marketing and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's great and, and awesome. And I will still do them. But I, I took a break from the usual and I interviewed a barbershop owner to learn more about the business. 
And there were some really interesting nuggets. Like, uh, for example, I found out that people still like using the phone to schedule appointments. Um, even the barber was kind of surprised. He's like, I would much prefer a web tool, but people still use the phone a lot. Um, and then he said for local marketing, the Google reviews, in his opinion, are much better than Yelp reviews, at least for his business, because the Google reviews show up first. So he's like, why wouldn't I just go for those? And then um, this particular barbershop, Sorek, also sells clothes in store that they design. And the clothes make more money than the barbering services bring in. So I thought that was uh, kind of interesting. And another note on uh, the brick and mortar world, it's mostly small businesses that are not very adept at keeping their local listings maintained. We've been talking about this a lot in our forums. Like there's a bunch of people that are doing some local marketing listings and stuff. And um, it's kind of wild to see that a lot of these people don't realize that if you type in like pizza and they run a pizza shop, that if you're not getting a lot of reviews or updating your listing, you're not being shown. And so um, this is like a whole industry that's popping up and people are going door to door and knocking on doors and being like, hey, let me uh, maintain your listing for you. And that's called local marketing. Um, anyways, but Jason was telling me by simply saying this uh, sentence to customers as they walked out, they far surpassed most local barbershops and reviews in less than 12 months. And all he would say is, uh, hey, uh, good reviews online are like gold to us. So if you wouldn't mind leaving a Google review, we'd really appreciate it. That's it. That just like one sentence. That simple statement gets them tons of reviews. So kind of cool. Uh, here is a picture, and this is how V2 of my current home studio is looking on camera. Can't see it on the audio, but you can see it on the, the blog post and email. And so this is how it looks walking in, and I've added a rug recently. It's an outdoor rug, so I can roll around on the chairs with it a little bit easier. Uh, it's not as plush, and uh, so you know the, the wheels don't get stuck in, in the plush. And man, I just, it's, it's a lot better than V1. I will give you that. It's a lot better. It's a lot more warm feeling, but I seriously suck at room design. I had to hire a designer to help me with my house because I, I just don't even know what to do. Like, I don't get it. So maybe by V3 of this office, I'll have someone help me pick out furniture and tchotchkes to put around the room. And there's still more furniture and stuff to add, but it's been really slow on the supply chain side of things because of COVID and all that stuff. So um, it's been a fun process to watch it evolve but I still think it has a ways to go. And honestly, it's just kind of fun to play around with office setups. I don't know, maybe it's a hobby of mine. I just like playing around with that stuff, it's fun. Uh, here's something interesting. So it is my job to stay on top of content marketing. So I decided to test what would happen if I post random TikTok videos. Now, I already have an existing audience on other platforms, so I was not gonna utilize that. So I just decided to do it kind of in private. Uh, I did zero promotion. I didn't tell anyone about the account. I have no idea how people find your account at all. So I just lazily took some random YouTube shorts that we already made and posted them to TikTok. And um, each one got a couple hundred uh, views. The first one got the most views that they probably like kind of juice the algorithm a little bit when you first post. So, you know, you feel like, oh my God, I got hundreds of views or thousands of views and you keep going. Um, I did not make these specifically for TikTok. I suspect that would do a lot better if I made them on my phone. Um, instead, I just uploaded existing YouTube shorts. Um, but here's the thing about TikTok. A lot of people get, uh, when they see this new thing come up and they're like, oh my God, should I go all in on it? Like, wh what should I do? They get real huffed up. And here's the thing. I've seen an ass ton of social networks be the hot thing, okay? It used to be uh, delicious, like dell.ic.ioos. Um, and then it used to be dig.com. It used to be 
Craigslist was the hot thing. It used to be Orkut was the hot thing. It used to be MySpace was the hot thing. It used to be Zanga was the hot thing. It used to be GeoCities, Friendster, Periscope, Meerkat, LinkedIn. LinkedIn posts were like a big thing at one time when they were released. Remember Google Video? Yeah, before YouTube, Google Video was trying to compete with YouTube and then Google bought YouTube. Then it was Google Plus, which is like not even around anymore. Then it used to be Facebook Pages and people poured all their money into that. Now like they get zero engagement. Then it used to be Facebook Notes. Do you even remember that? Like you probably don't even remember that product. Then used to be Google Groups, uh, sorry, Facebook Groups, Google Groups, used to be Medium, Facebook Ads, Instagram Posts, Stories, Instagram TV, Snapchat, YouTube, and now it's TikTok. So I've seen these things come and go, not saying that TikTok's gonna go anywhere, but I'm not fully hopping on the TikTok train just yet, um, but there are a few things I really admire about it. So number one, it's mobile first. So instead of saying that you have a desktop and a laptop and a phone, it's just assuming everyone only has a phone. And especially kids only have phones oftentimes. And a lot of places in other countries, a lot of people have only phones. Or um, a lot of moms I know, they just use phones all the time. Like, they, they, like, like my mom just uses her phone, that doesn't use the laptop or anything. Um, the second thing I like about it, it's mobile creation first. And I think this is, this is a, not a first, but it's kind of unique because usually for something like YouTube, you have to use a desktop computer. So all YouTube creators generally are editing on their desktop, but most TikTokers are editing directly from their phone. And I think this is huge because the need to have fancy software on a desktop computer and specific knowledge about how to use it is pretty much gone with this model. So I've seen some very clever storytelling methods on TikTok, and that to me is interesting. For example, I saw a guy, like if someone said, uh, I recently wrote an article on inflation, and it was just a standard article on inflation, but this one guy demonstrated inflation on his phone by going, hey, I have $100, and he's holding up a $100 bill, and he's like, I could buy 10 loaves of bread or whatever, and then he would, he would turn the camera back to his other side and being like, fast forward 50 years later, it's like, I have $100, I can only buy two loaves of bread. That's inflation. And I remember thinking like, that was pretty low production quality, but it really, really drove the point home about what inflation is. And he did it in like, you know, 14 seconds or something. So I, I've always thought that copywriting is about getting information from one brain to another, right? And the most efficient method often wins. So while many TikToks might be of low production quality, their ability to teach concepts quickly, like in under a minute, is just unmatched. So for that reason, I'm not like fully jumping on TikTok and ditching YouTube or anything like that. It's just that this is kind of a different type of storytelling method that the tools to do this were not available just two years ago. So it's kind of neat to see this uh, all come out and I'm curious to see where it goes. And lastly, a drawing. So this isn't exactly a drawing, but it, it looks like a drawing because these old eight, 1980s like magazine ads, just like <laughs> they've got this like fuzzy quality about them that looks like a drawing. And this was a famous Bud Light campaign from the 1980s featuring this like cool dog named Spuds McKenzie, which is a hilarious name. And it's like this, uh, it's this uh, dog with like a funny looking eye. It kind of looks like uh, the little rascal's dog. And he just does all these cool things. And this was a really famous ad campaign that and it was created by a 23-year-old art director named John Moore working out of Chicago. Of course, there was a 23-year-old who's probably shit-faced at the time and thought of it. Um, but Spuds McKenzie first appeared in a Super Bowl ad in 1987, and it was a huge hit. Like, I actually remember this uh, ad um, it, or this campaign as, as like a young child. And while the campaign worked really well 
Two years later, Budweiser retired the campaign because too many organizations like MAD claimed that the dog was trying to advertise alcohol to children. And, you know, I hate to be a buzz on a buzzkill, but it does look like that. Now, I remember this as a kid and they were awesome, but it didn't really want me to make, it didn't make me want to drink beer at all, but it was just hilarious seeing this cool dog playing the guitar. So while I can see why people think this was appealing to children or something like that, it was also hilarious for adults. And I thought it was a fantastic campaign and I wish they kept running it because it was just, it was just kind of funny. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you enjoy these little tidbits and I hope you have a happy Friday. My name is Neville Medora and uh, make sure to listen to this real quick. Hey, it's Neville here. And I'd love to explain four reasons getting on our email list can benefit your life. Number one, every Friday we send out the stupid email, which is a swipe thought uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. People regularly say this is their most looked forward to email they get all week. Number two, we spend a lot of time and money filming great interviews about content marketing, copywriting, communications, growing a business, and just figuring out more about how the world works. For example, we've interviewed the CEOs of AppSumo, Udemy, The Hustle, and many more. There's so many golden nugget lessons we learn from each of them, and I hope you get in on this too. Number three, a single idea can possibly change the trajectory of your life. Just one thing you learn or pick up from these emails can potentially have a gigantic impact on you. And number four, we cover topics on how to grow a small business from just a side project to becoming something that's a full-time career. And bonus number five, you can unsubscribe at any time. One click, poof, I am out of your life forever. Losing a subscriber is painful, so I've tried to make sure my email list is full of useful information to business owners and people trying to improve their copy and communication skills. So go to copywritingcourse.com and enter your email. We'll handle the rest. Thank you.